Hi, I'm Cami Welch. Welcome to the What's Important Now podcast from the Arvada Chamber. In this podcast, we'll talk to business and community leaders about the critical issues and topics you need to know about to help your business thrive. Today, we're talking about blurred lines, the employer role in supporting employees. We're about one year since COVID-19 really hit our community. And we want to talk a little bit today about how employers can support their employees as we navigate these new and challenging times in the employer-employee relationship. With us today, we have Erin Lemons with Yolis HR to help navigate this really important conversation. Welcome, Erin. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So we're going to just jump right in. But before we do, just give us that quick rundown. Who are you and what do you do? You bet. So like you mentioned, and my name is Erin, I am the founding partner of Eolus HR and I support small businesses. So I really provide the resources, the tools, um, and the support for small businesses to make the right employment decisions and to create employment practices that will reduce their, their risk of lawsuit or, or issues. So that's what I do. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your expertise with us today. So here's the first question we have. As an employer, is there anything I can do to proactively ensure my employees feel comfortable expressing any concerns, anxieties, or issues they're facing or experiencing? Absolutely. And I'm going to start really quickly and just say, um, again, you're right. We are exactly one year today from the very first case hitting Colorado. So a perfect time to talk about this. And it's in the last year, um, 40% or more of employees have seen a decline in their mental health, which is pretty impressive number. Um, And what we also know is that employers who have corporate wellness programs, um, they can actually raise that workplace productivity by one day per month. So um, those two things really come into play in this conversation. And when employees, employers, pardon me, start to think about things that they can do to be proactive. It really is, you know, first and foremost, having an open door, right? And and normalizing the stress and anxiety that we have all felt over the last year. Um, You know, it's important that we communicate our struggles and that we are vulnerable enough, you know, as, as leaders and business owners to let our team in and to help them understand that we struggle too. And it's a natural thing to struggle. And that as an organization, we support that struggle and we want to support them and in, in their health and, and in their in their work life as well. So I think that's one thing we can do. Um, secondly, is really making sure you're communicating what your programs you have available for people when they're struggling, right? And, and that we're communicating those sorts of things regularly. So if you have an EAP, which is an employee assistance program, or maybe you have other coaching or counseling options for an employee, make sure you're communicating those programs to them and, and how they can utilize it so that they're aware and able to take advantage of those programs. They are very, very underutilized um, um, as a whole. So, And I think it's because people just don't know or there's some uncomfortableness around using it. And then make sure your managers know, if you have managers or supervisors, that they know what the programs are and that they're comfortable talking to their employees about it, or they know how to direct their employees if, if their employees come to them asking for about questions or asking for support in that manner. So those are a couple of things I think we can do proactively to help support our teams as they continue to navigate this. Great answer. Thank you. I love that. 
So I want to think a little bit about those blurred lines, right? Like it's really difficult as the employer to navigate that relationship. If an employee is struggling or they come to you and share with you that somebody's struggling, what's the appropriate response to that? I know that's really tricky and it's a hard line to walk being empathetic, but also staying in that employer role. Yeah. And it really is. It really has become much more of a blurred line because I think over the last year, we've all become a little more human, if, if you want to say that. And we want to make sure our teams know we support them. And we want to make sure that we show that we care because we do. Um, but it is a very fine line that we walk and we want to make sure that we can support and be empathetic while not crossing the line to, from employer to friend. So, um, you know, I think it, there's two different ways you may hear about this, right? An employee may come to you directly or somebody may come to you and tell you that an employee has been struggling. Either way, it's important, you know, that we have the conversation with them, that we let them know that we care and that we want to make sure that they're supported and that we have resources to help them do that, right? Um, we just want to maintain that line of professionalism when we do that so that as we move down the road and we have to do, you know, there's performance conversations and performance discussions and all of those things that happen at work that are work-related that we have to have the ability to continue. So it's really important that we, you know, we show them that we care. We let them know that, that we care, but we don't try to become a counselor or a therapist. And we don't try to take on that role because it's not our role, right? Um, it, you know, our role really is to let them know we support them, to, to help them reduce their anxiety and their stress and to point them in the right direction for that and to redirect them where they can get the support that they need. Um, if, likewise, I think if an employee comes to you about another employee, um, same type of thing, I think it's important to sit down with that person, of course, keeping confidential who brought that to their to your attention, right? And just letting them know that you realize that that things have been hard and that there's a lot of stress in the world and there's a lot of things going on. And this isn't even related just to COVID, right? I mean, we've had social and there's just so many different shifts and things that have been happening that this could really happen for any number of reasons. But it's just important to let them know, again, we understand that there's, you know, there's been struggles and, and we want to know that we want you to know that we're here to support you. And again, here's how we can do that. So same type of conversation, always, of course, just keeping that confidentiality intact. That's great. Thank you. So I want to talk a little bit about responsibility of employers. And I want to think through the lens of what is it that employers are required to do in this space? I know we talked a little bit about EAP programs and some of these other great resources that could be provided. I know many of our smaller employers would love to be able to offer that, but unfortunately aren't at that point in their company where they're able to offer some of those additional benefits. So let's talk about what they must do versus what they could and should do. So must is a hard word and it's, and so I'm going to soften it and say the things that they should do. Right. And, and I've said it before, but it really is showing care, showing empathy and showing support. It's really important that our employees know that there is an open door, that it's not taboo to um, admit that you're struggling. It's not, you know, it, it isn't going to impact your ability to work or to, to have a job with us. If you are going through this, we just want to know so that we can support you. Um, and, you know, whether or not you have your own particular programs, if, you know, if somebody comes to you and says they're really struggling, it's how can we support them by helping them find information? So maybe we can't provide it for them, but we can give them some other resources. We can talk to them about, you know, here are some places that you might want to check out, or here's some things that you might want to consider. Um, but again, it's, it's pushing that to the, to the professionals and the people that know how to address it. What is most important that we don't do 
again is try to act as counselor and try to act as therapist. That's really where that line gets blurred um, and, and where we start to step into employment risk, or, right? When employees begin to feel like we are doing something that we shouldn't be doing, or then we go on to take some type of employment action if necessary, and they feel completely um, surprised by that, if that makes sense. So um, again, what you should do is keep the door open, be, be aware, um, know that your team is struggling, know that there's, there's going to be situations that come up and, and, and again, talk about it, be open to communication. Awesome. Well, thank you, Erin. I appreciate all of the great information. I will give a huge shout out to Jefferson Center for Mental Health being a great local resource for our businesses to tap into. And I know they're working on some great new business programming to support this very conversation and making sure that our business community has the resources they need. So you can find more about Jefferson Center for Mental Health at thearvadachamber.org. Again, another big thank you, Erin, for joining us on our HR conversation today. I know these are tricky issues and we appreciate your time helping us to navigate them as the Arvada business community. Always happy to help. Thank you, Erin. Perfect. Well, that's another episode of What's Important Now. We look forward to seeing you all in the near future. Thank you so much. <laughs>